are back. Episode 69. Episode 69. Working our way up to 100, and we are here, like the man said, uh, doing our thing. Today's episode, as always, brought to you by our friends over at Moon Golf. And just in time to jump in for the ad read is our ad reader, Brady Edmondson. But he's still loading in. So why he's loading in? Journalist. Yeah. While he's doing that, I'll tell you a little bit about Moon Golf because it looks like he's having internet internet issues. Uh, and he didn't and pay Dan that bill. He was out. Never does shopping. Hello. Hey, there he is. Oh, you uh, I can hear myself in. Can you hear yourself? I got an echo on these headphones. I can hear myself too. You can go headphone free. I think it works well for me. I thought I needed it, but um, I got a lot of distractions in this house. I don't. You can hear just as fine. Oh, there we go. We got audio fixed. See, we're on top of our game here at Be Still Golf, part of the BSG podcast, uh, presented by our friends over at Moon Golf, is what we we're saying. And we today's episode is almost all about Moon Golf because we're going to talk about a trip we went on that Moon Golf sent us on. So our appreciation, our gratitude goes to Moon Golf. And we're not just saying this to say it, but if you need anything golf related, they have it all. And if they don't, they can get it. They have new clubs, used clubs. If you're a used club kind of golfer, uh, a wide selection of putters, balls, gloves, apparel, shoes, uh, fittings, grips, all of it. Actually, their their little uh, grip wall. I love it so much better. I remember when love I used to go in dicks. Grip. Yes, you get to actually hold it and feel what it's like. Um, I remember back in the day, I'd go to Dick's and like they'd have two or three grips and then maybe like one or two colors of it. But Moon Golf has like a whole wall so you can kind of look at it, feel it. It's not wrapped up in plastic so you can kind of see if you appreciate that. Um, what's it called? The Garage? They'll get you taken care the of. The Garage. We love uh, Moon Golf. So, I, this week, boys, we're going to uh, jump into the BSG boys just came back from a trip. We loaded up. We headed to Aiken. How does Rick say it? South Carolina. Ain't that what he says? We were when he talks about the Carolinas. Uh, yeah, I wish we could have got over there. They So, they said that course we passed was it. I don't know if it was because I remember seeing yeah, a different I sign. the same thing. But we were close. Me and Brady looked it up. We looked it up on the way to it that morning, and it said we were like four minutes away from it, two minutes away. It was like on our right. That that course that was all protected was on our left. It said Palmetto was over on the right. Uh, I believe that's the course where Kisner almost beat Rich with just a five iron. Not lying to us. Oh, that was it. Mm Mm-hmm. The Fermata Club that we pass is like where the tennis and pool are. Uh-huh. And directly behind is Palmetto. Oh. Uh, didn't uh, Kisner play rigs with just a five iron or something <laughs> like that? I can't remember that. I remember saying, oh, no, it was just a specific hole he did uh, that on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yes, yeah, so let's just start from, I guess, the maybe the practice round on – Friday, we didn't think we were going to get in. We were able to get there and get a tee time in there. That was awesome. Uh, First time seeing the course. Yeah, he was very, very friendly. I called him. We were about an hour out. I called him, said, hey, do you have anything around 
2.30 that we could hop on or 3.30? They said, yeah, we got you. Um, first time seeing the course, anything stick out, Zach? Or even the clubhouse, any of that? Uh, love the clubhouse. Super mm-hmm. old tradition field vibes. Like even without knowing the course was over a hundred, over a hundred years old, like the clubhouse felt like it had been there. Yeah, it was established, like it had purpose, and not like you just walk in. It's like, oh, here's where you can buy a dozen balls for a hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and then as we're walking down from the truck, um, you can see eighteen's green, and it's like zoop, just straight down. Mm-hmm. And that was ended up being the vibes for the whole weekend, just greens with layers. Yeah. I wish uh looking back, I wish Friday night we would have not went to the barbecue thing, but we had Brady meet us at uh Aiken Golf Club and we would have ate at their clubhouse and like sat up on that balcony yep. and just chilled there for the night. That would have been yeah, the way to go. Barbecue was mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we didn't get to experience that, but walking up, like seeing the little upper deck balcony that just overlooks one and 18, and it's a full restaurant. That would have been so cool to sit up there. Uh, Friday, we haven't got to the course yet, but walking up the putting green, I didn't get to appreciate it until Saturday because Friday I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was just a wild putting green. Mm-hmm. But then Saturday, they put up the little T markers and the flags, and it's actually a little nine-hole putting course. And I was like, that is so cool. I love that. Absolutely love it. And we it. had a battle. We did. It came down. Uh, it wasn't filmed. We should have filmed that. That would have been fun. Uh, Zach was, I think, one stroke behind everybody, and then just makes a one on hole eight to put himself back in and ends up winning it. Mm-hmm. Battling. Would love to see more course. I'm trying, for the people listening, uh, imagine like – it was kind of in the shape of the letter E. So it had like a few different peninsulas coming out. Um, but you'd work your way around a whole one. It was, you know, just little curvy putts, maybe 30 feet, if if that, on some of them. All real grass, um, too. And you just go whole one through nine. So, yeah, <laughs> real grass. So, it's, yeah, that's a good point. And instead of just putting randomly around the putting green, you could actually play this little track. So that was really cool. Um Really glad we played it Friday night because if you don't know, Aiken Golf Club, we tried to watch videos on it. No Laying Up did a video there with Jim McNair Jr. Um, the, the course is very, a lot of blind shots and a lot of blind greens. Yep. Uh, either the tee box is up high and there's something blocking and then it drops down to the fairway or you've got the greens above you. You don't know. And if you're hitting to those greens, they are very... Um, wavy greens like pumps and everywhere so you're not just hitting to a flat spot that was you almost have to plan more than going at the pin like you know we always go center green or oh yeah if you're feeling good you try to go at the pin but on some of them you can't go at the pin yeah, that was some uh, of my like favorite takeaways from the course was that you could on a lot of shots just play like something in front of it let it run to the hole and it would work its way down if you landed it in the right spot. And um, even, even like, I know me, me and Casey on one shot hit, hit like into this green, thought we had it up on the top tier and then it's both of ours spun right off to the front of the green. And we were like, I mean, 
You have to, like, oh, yeah. some holes, like, literally throw it's... it all the way back there to the hole, or or it's coming off. <clears throat> so, hole, uh, the hole you're talking about, I don't remember what hole number it is, but I love that we hit a tee shot to the left, so we're in the fairway. But the, where the pin was, we were blocked out kind of by a tree, and the course isn't long, so we probably had 90, I think we actually had 90-something yards in. So not enough to, unless you're really good, not enough to really work the ball. Um, but I love that the course gave you the option of, okay, you can't attack this flag, but the green has this cool little hump in it, and you can hit it 15, 20 feet right of the flag, and the course will still work with you and put your ball down there. So a lot of creativity, not just, oh, let me yeah. go straight the pin every time or try to target the pin. It's a lot of, okay, let me hit this specific spot on the green because it's going to work my ball back. I think it was yep. a good taste. I noticed for, uh, um, what to see in North Carolina with a lot of the waste bunkers and stuff, uh, or waste areas. Yeah, and then a lot of the taller grass, like right in front of the tee boxes, which we're kind of used to that here at Point. But um, seeing seeing the uh, sand areas, I think that's a good start for like what's to come out in North Carolina. Uh, watching the drone. I wouldn't have never known this. Uh, the closest to the pinhole, Zach had the drone up there. And when we went up there, my ball was maybe eight feet pin high or whatever it was. I thought it just, that's where it landed. But because Zach had the drone up there, I back to the greens being like that, I noticed my ball actually landed probably 10 feet past it and it hit the hill and then it rolled back wow. down to that spot. So the greens are a lot to play with. I guess that's what he meant by hole in one location because if I would have been 10 feet to the right, it would have rolled right to the cup. But shout out to our drone videographer having it up there so I could see my ball do that. I don't know. It was a different view to actually have time. Yep. To it was put it that in hole for it. That hole and hole eight, which was 18 for us. Uh, Zach and I, I was able to see. Darts. Yeah, I was able to see both of our shots. Yours actually hit close to the pin and then spun back. You can see it from the drone. And then mine was kind of hit. I got to call the PGA. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's um, fun. That was I'm coming. That we were able to like, get in a gap <laughs> but, where we could throw the drone up in between each hole. Uh, that's something that we've never done. I know it was a test to Zach uh, being out there in the heat, doing it every time. But uh, I, that was a cool experience to be able to leave it up over the green while we were hitting our approaches in and stuff. I was going to say, any. I like if we it. Have a, yeah, it's cool. If we have a hole or a par three that. It's kind of close, and you know that where's a good chance somebody hitting it tight. That's such a cool shot to just yeah. throw it up and have. Um, and over some of the putts. Yeah. I was talking oh, to that's... Chad at work. I was like, we didn't hit a single putt we needed to, but we had some cool <laughs> drone footage of it, yeah. of them just missing some. I'll I'm share excited my... to see. Let me show you all this real quick. Um, since we're talking about If you're listening, sorry, but if you're watching, you get to see this. This was one of them. So I did this to show like the the way you get a line as a team. This is that hole. This is where I bought it up. So Zach gave oh, us a line. I gave us a little bit better run at it. This one, we just ran it right by every time. Uh, Jeremy kind of did right what I did, but a little closer, kind of touched the lip. And then Brady got three reads at it, oh, comes up. and I didn't know. Boop. I don't even remember that. He Man. did that thing. So, uh that's the cool thing about having the drone up there. You're able to see that kind of stuff. I was working on that today. I was going to post that yeah. this week or next week as just kind of like a, this is what a scramble is <laughs> supposed to be. 
the one, two, three guys give that read. Number four drops it in. I remember that putt. I was walking off, and you hit it, and I said, why did he hit it so high? And then it kind of yeah. fell in the back door a little bit. Yep. After you get, That's uh, a nice thing when you actually do work with the uh, lines like that, and it fought, the process works. Yeah. Like, I'm always the line guy on the putts. I can usually read them pretty well. And you miss it. You put it within a foot or whatever, and it's a win for the first putt. Yep. Then everybody else can go at it. Uh, I had another clip. Um, I haven't made it, but it was, the drone was up again. It was the whole me and Brady were talking about earlier uh, where my putt twice kind of went to the lip, and it showed everybody's putt like that. So yeah. it was cool watching the drone footage like that. Um, so – like we said, Friday we got a chance, me, Zach, and Jeremy got there and preview the course, which was nice. First thing we noticed that all the par fives were fairly Reachable. short. Yes, when your boy right here is having 170 as a second shot into a par five, it's a short par five. Um, so we took note of that. We took note of a few things, a few drivable par fours, um, which led us into Saturday morning. Let's get into Saturday morning. Everybody woke up, uh, breakfast at the hotel. I give it about a three out of ten. What about everybody else? <laughs> I had a muffin. Yeah, so, yeah. Maybe three five. Uh, maybe that's what threw us off. We didn't have what we needed, but and so I anyways. suggested Chick Fil A, and nobody was like really for it. We should have. So, ate breakfast, get to the course, we play our rounds on the little knot and hole putting green. Uh, we find out we're I starting win. on hole. He wins. <laughs> we find Don't out we're starting out. on. <laughs> we're starting on hole nine which is a tricky par three. Wish we could have started anywhere but there. Um, we drive off. We get to meet George and Wesley. Get to hole nine. Tournament starts. Run us through it. Kind of what y'all are thinking. Well, we had no range time. Uh, I could not hit for the first several holes. I could not put the club on the ball correctly. And then Brady come up and threw a dart. It was six foot. It was guaranteed bird. <laughs> That makes it sound worse that we didn't make the bird. It should have been. Um, I was doing tracers earlier today, and I noticed that like the first five or six holes, I was like, I don't even have to make a tracer for Zach's shots because off the team that we didn't have a range. Uh, But Brady had a good one. I really think that always affects me, especially for the driver. Sometimes it's just bad to start anyway, but if I don't have a range and the first swing is long iron and then driver i I almost think it was unfair because our second hole was long drive hole Mm -hmm. it's like first swing of the day with the driver and you're trying to give it all you got and it it just don't work me personally i'm not a range guy but i know zach lives and dies by that range so he needed it when we go and t minus let me pull it up 28 days that sound right it's less than that. I know. Seven for 20, 30 days. 30 days 30 from days. today, we get on the plane. I'll be at the range, especially <laughs> for Saturday. That first uh, round, uh, at, I think it's Longleaf now. So I think the first two, I don't know if y'all looked at the reservations, but I think the first two rounds got swapped. So I think it's Longleaf now instead of uh, Talamore. But, I mean, it's a 7.30 tee time, so we're going to be hitting out there in the dark, warming up. <laughs> the Talamore. I'm fine with the early one. I just hate when it's wet. Like, it, it's still so dewy that every oh, yeah. shot just doesn't roll. 
Because, you know, sometimes I feel like I got good ball speed and club speed that even if I top it, it's still running. Mm-hmm. But if it's early, it'll just stop. And you just see that old, that, that rooster tail of, of the water. Is, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Talamore is the, uh, the llama, of course, right? So uh, we're talking about the ride home. I was thinking, if it's this hot, as hot as it was at this tournament in South Carolina, in North Carolina, I'm a little nervous about 36 holes in one day. Because I couldn't imagine playing, turn around and playing another 18 after what we did Saturday. I think... Uh, speaking of the trip, I talked to uh, the guy with the truck last night. I went ahead and messaged him. He said he could leave the truck at the airport for us. I gave him the flight number, the arrival time, and he was good with it. We're ready. We're ready to ride. My back, uh, Sunday, I woke up Sunday morning, and my back was hurting so bad from Friday and Saturday's yeah. round. So it's going to be a test. Uh, it's going to be a test in North yeah, Carolina. Definitely... Who can write us some scripts for some muscle relaxers? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, uh, yeah. Luckily, um, Thursday is actual 36 holes. Friday is just 18 and then either the cradle or the putting thing. And then Saturday's around. So we just got to make it through Thursday. Um, okay. But back to Aiken golf club. Um, we start off with a birdie look. You'll see this in the video. We miss it. Long drive comes up, which is a par five. Um, we got back on track there, right? With a birdie. Yeah, we were one under through two. I think mm-hmm. we um, if quick note on the format. Okay. Uh I think we go ahead. I was gonna say up, nothing yeah, is higher than par. Birding, uh, all the par fives. Isn't that right? I think we did. Yeah. I think we did. Yep. So that's a good thing to note. <laughs> um should have eagled par, one of them. Yeah, eagled. Par threes were as always not our friends. We birdied one of five par threes. And we only birdied one. Uh, par fours, I think we – I don't have the scorecard. I think we birdied one or two. Um, yeah. Wasn't great. Another thing to note, um, Four, we five. didn't know this. There was two rules that we didn't know beforehand until the tournament, like right before it started, which was um, the, the highest score you could take on any hole was par. So if you had a bogey look, you just picked up yep. and wrote down par. So that if you ever, I know there's like one hole where we didn't put out. It was a par three. Like that's why because uh, we didn't we didn't have to put. Yeah. It. And I, there was actually people on that hole watching, and they asked why. Yeah, they asked they why we didn't put it. out, and I had to explain that the rule. Um, and the other rule was what? that the top three teams that finished. Um, However, I guess it didn't matter what the score was. Whoever the top three were had to play in a – it was supposed to be a two-hole playoff if there, if it needed to be, but um, had to do that at the end of the tournament to decide the final winner, which they didn't give us a rundown on that format until it was over, which it ended up being alternate shot. Yeah, <clears throat> which I was a fan of. I thought it was exciting. Uh because then it brings into not into question, but if your team cheated, yeah, you're about to get yeah. exposed. Yep. Um, and so we'll we'll get into the scores and what got there got us there um, at that part. We were we finished eight under. Uh, 
And when we're talking about hole one, <laughs> should have been a birdie putt. You'll see in the video. It's not like we're saying, oh, we should have made it. Should it really should have been? We kind of barely just yep. missed the cup. That'll put us at nine under. Oh, uh, there's another hole you'll see. We're talking about should have had an eagle. Uh, we're not just like all like kind of line. We really should have been an eagle. That would have put us at a ten under because we already counted the one birdie. Um, another par four hole one should have been a birdie, but eleven under. We would have. We were so close to being in that yeah. final group of three. But here's the kicker is that once you got into that final group of three for the playoff, it wasn't a scramble anymore. They turned it to alternate yeah. shot. And so that's where nerves came in because now it wasn't, you've got your boys with you on hole one. Let's all pound one out there and pick one. It was, let's decide who's going to hit first, second, third, fourth. And it, there was a couple of teams that kind of exposed them, not exposed them a little bit, but they sent them right into the, to the parking the lot. got to them. Yeah, and then someone said, "Someone was jarring them when they were putting them in." They said, "Oh, that fifty-eight is looking very questionable." <laughs> One team had to go back to the tee box and hit three from the box. Which, granted, the guy, the next guy up stepped up and almost drove the green. But uh, another team hit it right, dropped, and so they're having a little tough spot for a second. But the team that actually hit the fairway just basically walked away with the tournament after that yeah. point. Luckily, they were the bogey. Um, they were the ones yeah. that shot the lowest score. So I think like it all paid off. And those guys, like after watching them, we had actually watched them on that hole um, when we were coming through. And I mean, they did really mm-hmm. well on the approach shots when we watched and then watching them play it again as a team. And then the next format where they actually played at Georgia and Wesley, uh, I think that was pretty cool watching them scramble against them and uh, making. Two birdies, yeah. They found both, both spots. Away. Which, <clears throat> let me ask y'all this, because I can't quite recall, recall. So before I make accusations, I'm going to ask y'all y'all's memory. Um, when we were going to 18, the team that won it was going was working on hole one, so they drove mm-hmm. it by 18 tee box, which I believe because they had some long hitters. Uh, everybody's second shot was not great. I don't think. That's where I need some help. You know, I would, I do remember, I would question that bird they wrote down. They wrote down birdie for hole one. Their birdie putt was, you know, that green had a big down. Mm -hmm. It was off that back front. They had to putt from that front. So that would have been a huge uphill breaker from probably three or four feet below the hole they had to putt. And they wrote down birdie. So I just want to throw that that in there. I got one back there, though. I can't remember. Uh, He did, but it rolled past it. Back up the hill. Yeah. They would have had to. So they would have had to make a big putt is what we're getting at. I wish the camera would have, which I filmed three of the four shots. Okay. I'd have to review it. I didn't uh, film Frank's. So okay, okay. I cut it off because I was tired of standing there. But uh, I remember everybody, I remember Frank hitting last and everybody, like, oh, that yeah, a boy. Yeah, yeah. Like he, but he wasn't close. Them. I remember that. Maybe. I don't know. I, just, I, know. I just wanted to throw that out there. And I looked on the profiles of the winning team. One of the guys plays on the bagtour.com tour hey shout out he, he follows several, us on instagram now he's got several wins <laughs> on there yeah he uh and i was telling uh, he, him at work i was like you know there wasn't a amateur only requirement yeah. so what you're saying is we should have brought in maddox or somebody that's been brought him on but the fact that maddox we were able and, to compete can you imagine if we had maddox and scott <laughs> yeah and then us three <laughs> the, the the fact that we were able to compete though we were 
realistically, we could have been there. Um, I don't know, but now I started thinking about that just a second ago because I remember Zach sent us the winning scorecard. It was just a bunch of circles. Uh, only two one pars. par. Oh, two? No, two pars. Both on threes. Uh, but it wasn't hole one. And I was like, wait a minute. We watched them chip their second shot on mm-hmm. hole one. So I'm just going to leave that as a food <laughs> for thought out there. Um, so overall, though, it was the, it was like the perfect course to have it. It wasn't one of these big country clubs where like members are mad you're there. Uh, they shut the whole course down. Even after the tournament was over, we had to get home. But if we were staying another night, they had said that, hey, the course is ours. So if you want to go play more golf, go play more golf. We would have. Oh, we would have looped it again. It would have been a 1v1v1v1. Perfect timing. Yeah, we could have looped it up. That's what time we started the day before. Yeah. We died in the heat twice already, so it was one more time. (laughs) Uh, So it was the perfect place for it. That's one of those. uh, There was a tournament we went to last year I probably wouldn't go back to, but this one I'd probably go back and play with the Brian Bros again if they had another one. I thought it was much more relaxed, too. uh, I was telling Jeremy, um, there's not. It, it wasn't like the same crowd as the other one we went to. Um, there was a lot more like a mature audience, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think that's where we strive for uh, viewership as well. The same yeah. type of audience. A little bit more. Their audience. Older. The, the Brian Bros audience was a little bit more people who are passionate about golf and actually play golf. The other one was a little bit more younger kids that were just like trick shots. Trick shots, yeah. But when you watch Brian Bros golf, you're not watching it for like a I'm gonna use the same club for 18 <laughs> holes of golf or spin the wheel challenge. You've got a PGA tour. Cause they were one of the first like trick yeah. shot golf channels. Yeah, that's how they started, which is wild. Um, it was also a place for people who love <laughs> Roback. <laughs> Yes, it was a commercial I mean, for Roback. I only know outside of y'all. I only know like one other person that wears Roback. Same, and and it's a guy I, I work say. with. He doesn't even golf. He just likes the brand. To like to see that many is wild. Yeah, but your boss had one on. I guess he saw it online and ordered it because I was like, I almost said nice Roback, but I didn't even know. <laughs> He's one of those guys that. I don't even know if he would know that that's what he had on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And to talk about it, the gift bag was well worth the entry fee getting in. I feel like a free rowback, the hat, the sleeve of balls, the the cup, the tumbler. The 30% off code. I used the cup today, and usually my coffee is about uh, lukewarm at best after lunchtime if it ever sits. It was so warm when I got in the car at four o'clock. Really? I was like, hmm, I said, this this might be something right here. I uh I used mine for water the other day, ice and water, but I noticed on the, the tag is like a it's the cup that like a lot of these college programs use as their partner or whatnot to make licensed cups. Uh, but no, it was neat. And probably the coolest thing to me, like Zach said at Friday was like it's so wild you watch these people on your computer or your phone. And then to see them in person. Um, but that was the first time I've been around. One, a PGA Tour player. Two, but second, winner. a PGA Tour winner. And watching him yes. strike the ball. Um, two shots that stood out. The par three 
how he hit it. Both of them hit it tight, pretty close. But that wedge shot on one where he 20 oh, yards off the green and drew it, it in, yeah. puts draw, like draw spin on it from 20 yards, almost dunked it, uh, like rolled it in. I was like, that's wild. So big takeaway, just being cool to be around people at that skill level. And I think you can easily tell that they had totally different personalities. Oh, yeah. Like, Wesley was, he was there. Yeah. I'm sure he was thinking about next season already. Mm -hmm. What he needs to work on in his game. And George is just going around talking to everyone and super, as Mitch would say, (laughs) humbling down to earth. (laughs) And we got to meet Josh Kelly, hole-in-one trick shots. Found out he has land close to us. Mm -hmm. And we saw one of our earlier interviews, Josh Mayer. Yep, it was cool. It was cool. It's neat to build that relationship to where we were riding by and he's just like, oh, what's up, guys? I saw, I was watching y'all's stories. I saw y'all were here. Like, that's just Mm -hmm. cool to have that connection uh, than to be able to hang out. And people kind of, like Josh, they know what we're doing there. We're not just people just randomly trying to work at it, but we're trying to make it a, a career out of this bad boy. So, Super neat to be able to build these relationships. Trying. Me and Brady were talking today about the GoPros with the tentacles, like the sink. Oh, yeah. I said, boy, that's all we're going to do now. I thought about it, and I was like, we already have, we have two sinks because we're wanting two cameras. Mm -hmm. So just get one more, plug it up, and now the GoPros are with the mics. I know. Is that that a purchase we need before Texas? I mean, not Texas, Texas, North Carolina. How much are the just the sinks? I thought they were like 40, 50 bucks maybe. Oh, that's or it. Or they more? Could be wrong. Is that oh, big eyes? <laughs> uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. Hey, hey, the fact that he's giving us big eyes means we need more views. So please subscribe <laughs> yeah. to our channel. <laughs> I was gonna say it was more than, but. That, I saw that in that video. I was like, "Why aren't we not doing that?" I mean, the audio. I was listening. Sense. I was listening to the GoPro audio today. It sounds yeah, that's good. A little, that's a little more than fifty. What's about one ten? <laughs> um, oh, time two. Two twenty. Two twenty nine. Because remember, we looked at when we originally started. We looked at buying two because it was two for three ninety nine. You'd save like Dang. sixty oh. bucks if you bought two instead of one. Oh, because the mics are like two sixty, aren't they? Yeah, no, I thought the mics were three fifty each. Oh, maybe. Uh, this is a little insight on how much we have invested yeah, in gear. This is it. But I'll say this. It's, I don't think it's uh, put us in a bad situation because the GoPros, I was listening to them today, and the, that we we bought the mods, oh, yeah, it sounds sound good. Like it, It's not clanky. Uh, it picks it up real well. Uh, so I'm not stressed about the situation. And if you're a viewer, a long-time viewer, you know we had some struggles with some GoPro, a lot of like, or uh, just sounded weird, or some of times I'd hear it loud, like, yeah. Uh, but now we got it fit. We, we spent some money and we got the mods, and it's a lot know, better it's, now. That's wild where we were, where the first episodes are okay, here yeah. we are. <laughs> Show, no, there's, are we literally, <laughs> there's literally a video where me and Brady filmed each other <laughs> with this phone, like this right here. Uh, but no, I love the new GoPro setup. It's just take it right out of the bag, put it on the window, and be done with it. Uh, but it's about to got, be easy. Yeah, it's starting to get there. 
here's y'all another insight from North Carolina. Brady, we came up with a plan on the way back that we're going to build a schedule out and uh, every six holes we'll swap where somebody will be responsible for the yeah. camera and the tripod, yeah. the big camera. And so you'll have it for six holes. You set it up, move it, set it up, move it. And then you have 18 holes off, but basically around a golf. No, it'll be no 27. Camera. No, no. Cause it'll be like, I'll have it for six and then I'll get six from you oh, yeah, off, six. six from him I'm off. Sorry, yeah. I keep thinking nine. No, no. I think six will be a good little. Yeah. Six is a good number. <laughs> Yeah, because then you don't get too tired. You're like, oh, okay, I just got to do it for six holes, and then I get 18 it's holes be off. like your worst six holes, too. Uh, <laughs> Watch. <laughs> yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> I hope not, because we're battling. Just put me it on. Jeremy. Let me get <laughs> it first. That's, I'm cold warming up anyway. Hey, pull up. While I talk about the kind of the uh, North Carolina format, pull up the strokes real quick uh, on the sheet. Uh, so the way we're, we're – okay, I need to know. Yeah. The way we're – because me and Jeremy had a long talk about this on the ride home from Zach's house uh, Saturday night. Zach, I mean, Jeremy was basically – Pleading with me, trying to get me to start even with him it's in North Carolina, now. and I hey, said I'm not doing it. it. This morning it was uh, close now. Yeah, that that round is it closer? You did, uh, the yeah, round you did this past week close. dropped it down a little bit. Yeah, at Aiken. Yeah, so, so right now, Dang. I'm at 18.1 handicap. So over four rounds, I get 76 strokes. Yeah. Next lowest is you, Casey, at uh, 14.8. So uh-huh. you get 61 strokes. No, I was at 68 <laughs> before Saturday. You shot you shot low. Jeremy's at a 13.7, so he gets 56 strokes. So there's only oh, five God. shots between y'all. There was just Saturday night, there was eight strokes between me and you, Zach. And I said, oh, I'm, I'll get those back in t- a round and a half, and I'll be the one that everybody's chasing. <laughs> now I've got freaking 15? 15. And then Brady's lowest at 10.5, and he only gets 41. So I almost have double, which yeah, I think Bra- is fair. Brady's screwed. Let's just say that. I, would say so. I wish I could make this dark mode. Damn, 15 strokes. Dark so, mode. Uh, I, think, I think me, Jeremy, and Zach is going to be come down to a very tight battle. I think Brady's <laughs> just too far out I'd, of it. I'd have to shoot four really like, good uh, rounds. 21, you, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, the fact that I've got 21 strokes, uh, I feel I feel comfortable with that. But I feel like me, Zach, and Jeremy are gonna it's gonna come down to it. I also, I wanted to uh, yeah, I think it'll be that, real that, tight. Um, DM question that y'all had for Scott: Who would he take uh, with 12 strokes? Oh no! So I, so I, no, no, I sent him a. You know, he yeah. had the little ask me thing on there, and I didn't, I didn't, I, I said, give me 12 strokes and let's battle. And he said, it depends on who uh, sent because he didn't know who sent it. I sent it from the BSG page. He said, if it's Brady, yeah. no. If so, it's Casey or Zach, let's go. And I said, I was it was like, Casey. Let's get it. I saw the part where he told me, he said no to me. But, like, if he's a scratch handicap and I'm a 10, I mean, or close to 11, I mean. 12's close. Yeah, 12 would 12's be fair. Better, I would think. Like, me and him would probably come down to whoever's playing good that day to our, you know, handicap. Yeah. I sent that. I was thinking, like. If there's ever a weekend one of us could golf or and he could golf, like it'd be a fun little video to do of like go play a pro scratch yeah. golf, whatever, give twelve strokes and just a one v one battle and see what happens. Uh, I need so one he a hole. So you want eighteen from him? Yeah, I mean no, I'm we've eighteen seen him handicap hit, me zero. We've seen him hit drivers at you could beat him <laughs> on a couple of holes. <laughs> you know he if 
to go back. If he doesn't lose those two or three OB, we lose. You well, be, he, his putter warmed up. I wouldn't say we lose because BSG boys find a way to battle, but it would be a close match. But yeah. I would love to uh, go out there. I, I, mean, I, would, I wish I could have went out today and watched the point guys qualify. Guy had a hole in one on hole six. That's two uh, on I hole six, that. like in the last week. Not from point, but oh, the yeah. one you sent us, Brady, from uh, that guy. That. Yeah, try. He got try. The one. I didn't see the one from today. Who got it? Is today? hole six the hole out there at point now to get a hole in one on? You think? That's the who, who shortest. Got it? I've always thought seventeen was the hole. Uh, some new guy. I don't. I've never met him. He must I be a new student. My, my brother-in-law, I guess he was out there either at the range or – I don't know. He may have been playing this morning because he texted me and said all the point guys are out here walking. And I said they I said they must be qualifying if they're walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen a picture the team shared on Instagram or a video of uh, 1T, and it looked wow. pristine. Gia – let me say his name right. Gian, Gianfi? He's from Italy. He looks like a new student. Uh, hole in one on six. Pin is, if you're looking at the green, not the closest side, but it's on the back, the back section. So he may yeah. call that slope in the middle. Yeah, so that's like. Um, I've always thought hole 17 was the hole for yeah. hole in one at point. So, I don't know, but I'm excited. We got 30 days. That just stressed me out a little bit. Saying I didn't know the handicap adjusted like uh-huh. that. Um, because me and Jeremy were mm-hmm. me and Jeremy were talking about it Saturday. He was like, "We need to start everybody just straight up." He said, "This is just gonna all this <laughs> handicap is." He said, "All the handicap, the strokes are gonna do is gonna make everybody argue because you're gonna have five strokes on me, Casey, uh, for one round. I'm gonna beat you, and you're gonna say, well, you know, I beat you with a handicap, and you're, I'm gonna look at you and be like, D- you know, we don't play handicaps. I beat you square, <laughs> and it's just gonna be an argument.' And he was trying to pitch like, let's all just go straight up. He's trying to get it square because he knows it's." It's going to be real tight um, for the championship because it's just total total score for four rounds. I mean, that's why there's a handicap. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, you, if I have – That's that's the reason that yeah. we're doing it. I mean, I don't play every weekend, so I think it's fair on my part. If I have five extra strokes on Germ and I beat him by two at the end of the round – I mean, at the end of the weekend – and he's going to complain. I'm going to be like, bro, this is what I start. We're playing strokes. It's yeah. all about strokes this week. Any other time we play, mm-hmm. it's 1v1 straight up. But this specific trip is all about strokes. Championship. Yep. Just think of it as tour championship, like you said. They, they're they all starting with a different amount of strokes. That's what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Let's just see who's got that dog in him. Hopefully it's me. I'm ready. <laughs> Are we doing first place? A flag that says 2023 BSG golf trip yeah. winner. From Tobacco Road. We'll yeah. do Tobacco Road yeah, the and then we'll just sign it. That way. All four of us sign it and then yeah. the winner gets the ticket home. I say every year, you know, we'll have a flag and hopefully it'd be cool to like look on your wall and see, oh, I went back to back in 2024 oh, and 2025 yeah, yeah. and then I lost it in 2026 or whatever. Physically hang up. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. It'll be a battle. We're going to try to keep a flag out of Brady's house for as long as possible. As long as possible. As long as I'm possible. Not, not We're just going to try to keep sandbagging a little bit. I told yeah. him I need to go throw up 100 real quick, get a couple <laughs> more. Uh, oh, on the God. way, y'all are on the way home. But, uh, 
Saturday. And luckily, I didn't have to stay at that hotel by myself again. So Bailey, uh, Bailey had a friend that she stayed <laughs> with while we were up there. And um, her friend's fiance, actually, whenever I got there, which I had told y'all beforehand, but like uh, I got there and she told me that he worked at Augusta National. And uh, I got to their apartment, walked in. There's just like paintings and the gnomes and everything, like all down oh, the hallway gosh. and everything. I was like, this dude's really like dedicated to this thing. And um, so he, it was about an hour or two later, he, he got off of work and um, he got there and I asked him like what he had been doing there all day. And he said, pretty much what we had to do today was make sure the grass didn't get too hot. And I was like, well, how'd you know, you know, if it, yeah. Was he watering so greens? like they just, they just put water on huh? them just to, <laughs> you know, keep it, keep everything cool. But uh Cool said, how did you know if it was too hot? He said, oh, uh, we probe them. And I was like, so you're just walking around with like a thermostat out there, like probing grass all day. Yeah. All day, it's, the it's whole time, I'm sure. Stuff that they have to do to keep that place right. But um, yeah, I mean, he he's seemed very knowledgeable we, about the course and all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes. Uh, I can't elaborate on this, but all I'm going to say is we may have seen him yeah. before you did that yeah. day. I would... That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, I, I, I talked to him about that. You know, so I, I didn't bring up too many specifics on it, but he was like, yeah, I mean, it happens. <laughs> so it's not something out of the ordinary. Oh, yeah. I bet yeah. I bet it does a lot. Um, Zach sent me a whole video from it, and, like, the guy in the comments were like, everybody's like, how's this not taken down? He's like, nobody yeah. said anything to me. But we choose not to risk point it. Blank what he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to risk my yeah. passes. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to be on, on the course doing an all sports battle with Do Perfect one day. I'm not trying to risk it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, anyways, that's about it for episode 69, boys. Y'all got anything? No. That was, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a bad time for this little baby. Just yeah. I just want to say we appreciate uh, Moon Golf for making that trip happen. We'll see you guys next week for episode 70. See ya. Peace.